The following is a part of the Radio Memphis On Demand service. It originally aired live on Radio Memphis and has been edited for time. Here on this Monday, our old friend Jason Freeman is here. Hello, Jason. Yes. Hey, everybody. Great How you doing, Thanks for having me. It's oh. a pleasure. Oh, man. It's a thrill to have you here. Uh, how's everything going? You doing, you doing Everything's fine? going good, yeah. yeah. Playing music still. Doing a lot of music and... And uh, with with the band, or are you doing some solo stuff? Here? Uh, I'm doing uh, both. Yeah, I'm doing some with the Bluff City Backsliders. Yes, sir. Uh, ukulele band's got a few things here and there, and I'm doing uh, some solo uh, yeah. things as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Last time you were here was right around the Christmas special with the ukulele. Right. Yeah, band. that's right. You guys that's had a right, show. Man. I think it was a Lafayette. I think it was. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. We try to do, try to do that every year. Of course, we had, we had to skip it during the. Pandemic. Well, there's yeah. that, yeah. 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 But that's kind of the highlight of, of our, our year is to play that show. So it was, felt good to get back in there and uh, yeah. do some. So does the is the ukulele band doing other, is it, does it do other stuff aside from Christmas? You guys do like stuff year-round? Uh, yeah, typically. Now, you know, it's slowed down a little bit since since all that happened. Sure. Uh, we kind of had to let our, we did have a monthly gig at Lafayette's that we're not doing uh, at the moment any longer. Uh, but, uh so right now we're mainly doing uh, private parties, events, and things. I like got that. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we got some things coming up in that area, but uh, who knows? We'll probably get ramping back up here. And probably so. Yeah. 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 I was surprised I didn't see your name on the uh, on the uh, porch fest. Yeah. You know. You know about yeah, that. I've heard of, yeah. Porch fest. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's yeah, coming yeah, up yeah. next Saturday, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I. It always comes. Up, it came up so fast. I didn't even think about trying to. Get I think it's that, cool they do it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, it was part. It was a product of the pandemic. Right. You know, to help people get get out and see a little bit of music in a safe environment. Absolutely. I, I love that idea. I and I like great. the idea because it 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 reminds me of my childhood a little bit. We didn't have porch concerts, but yeah. right. People used to come out in the communities, and, yeah. you know, when the weather was when the weather was nice, and, sure, and come out and hang out in their front yards and do stuff. And it's, I yeah. think it's kind of neat to continue it past the pandemic, just sure. for something to bring people together. You're right. That's a good. You know? that, that is true for yeah, sure. Yeah, and in that neighborhood, everybody's out walking, or right, they're walking right. the dog, or they're looking for something to do, and they'll grab a six pack yeah, and wander yeah. into someone's yard and, and pull up a lawn chair yeah, and yeah. watch somebody play for a little while. You, you kind of forget that you don't necessarily have to have a, 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 a venue or a club to play yeah, music, right, you know, right. to share music with people. And uh, so, yeah, that's, that's perfect. You know, like, and, and that is really for me, some of the best ways to play music that I enjoy. Like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, I used to start off as a, as a street musician and I still do it from, time to time here and there when I can, but I miss that. Yeah. The just busking. That, just yeah. that connection with people yeah. on the street, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and uh, you don't have that separation kind of, right. you're up there on the stage away from everybody behind a mic and all this gear, you know, yeah. you're kind of right there with them. Right. Right. And also just, yeah. Picking on the porch, you know, yeah, every musician yeah. loves to do that. And it's more relaxing and yeah. Uh, and don't you find that, that like, you know, playing a, place where you're on stage and you're far away from an audience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's great that's fun but then you play a little venue and you're like right there right it's just there's something about the intimacy of playing yeah to your audience you know when they're just sitting on a lawn or right up close to you in a little Absolutely. room and that's i think that's what it's all about ultimately is that yeah. connection yeah, you're yeah. Really, and you really people, do you connect know? with them you're bearing like your that. soul really you know right. well yeah, yeah as yeah, an there's, artist there's no like, way to hide behind that right. mic stand with that right. going on no no right yeah yeah and when they're when you can see the whites of their eyes 
Huh. That's you're really burying your soul at that point. <laughs> when you're blinded by spotlights, you're safe. Yeah. You know? That's true. Half the time you play, you can't even really see. Right? The no, yeah. no. But when you that's see them, is when you. That's when you know you're. Yeah. Looking into their soul, and they're looking into yours yeah, too, you, man. And there's no doubt whether you're, what you're doing is if they're responding right, to right. it, if they're connected exactly. with it or not, because yeah. you can tell immediately. Yeah, yeah here so. in Memphis, they have these really weird rules about busking. Do they? You have to have a license to do it. They do, unfortunately. You gotta, yeah, you got to go to City Hall and pay, like, was it 20 bucks, I think? Well, yeah, there used to be, yeah, I think you had to pay a. You had to pay for a license. Now the downtown commission will give you a free busking license. Uh, they were actually, you know, they're they're kind of trying to encourage it somewhat, but uh, you're kind of limited where you can play. You can only play. Yeah, you can't be within certain, certain blocks of, of Beale Street, for example, right. or South be on Main. Main Street, where it's you can't, where it's closed off. You know, where the yeah. pedestrian uh, North part Main, of Main area. Street, right? Yeah. So you know, it's kind of good. Really? This, yeah. It's kind of good. The city is in some way encouraging that, but in, in other ways, they're, they're you know, it's it's limited as as well yeah, as they don't, you can do. They don't want you taking traffic off of Beale Street or South Main, or, or you know, they, they think well, hey, they want to drag it, people up into the middle. That's part of pretty Maine. impressive if they're thinking that a busker is going to pull people from Beale Street. It's Memphis. You never know. <laughs> Hey, thanks you know. for the compliment, man. Yeah. Yeah, I used to play on Beale Street uh, on the street uh, quite often, but, uh, you know, I would get just certain business to approve it and say, yeah, right, here. right. But again, but yeah, I think people would, uh, other people, uh, people would complain because, yeah, they would be afraid that, well, if these people are just going to stand on the street and watch somebody perform. They're not going to come they're in. They're not going to pay a cover and right. yeah, come they're into not our club buy a beer and buy or, drinks yeah. and everything like that. So, yeah, there was conflict of interest there. Yeah. But it's a shame because when I mean, you think about Bill Street, you think about that's mm. kind of what you think about. Yeah. Right? And oh, yeah. Bill Street back in the day, of course. Everybody was outside. That's what right. it was all about. Right, you right. Know? And you then, had to start outside before they even get you into the club. Right. You know, you had to do your time out there in the in the in the in heat, the streets, and the rain, and, the, yeah, and you know, yeah. playing your shows and entertaining those people. And if right. you did it long enough and you were good enough, yeah, the venues say, "Hey, come on in and yeah, play come like on in. a right. Tuesday night or right. you know Wednesday afternoon, that kind of thing." Yeah. yeah. Right. I think they still sort of do that, you know, a little bit. Yeah. And the Beale Street's sort of like Disneyland for adults these days. Yeah. Yeah. Minus the thrill rides. Yeah. Sixth Street in Austin's the same way. Oh, yeah. It's become it's plastic. Yeah, yeah it's a shame. Uh, is it, it is. Like you say in Austin and other cities like that, they have those traditions of yeah, entertainment they, areas. Sixth Street and, was an iconic place and it's it's not anymore. It's yeah. not what it used to be. No. Not anywhere near what it used to be. Yeah, yeah. No. It's kinda of sad. Those things are kinda of going away a little bit. Yeah. I hope I hope artists are maybe we can bring that stuff back. We, I mean, we're starting to, well, we're starting to get more COVID. Yeah. Now that I think about it, <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're getting more COVID again. Uh, so maybe once this yeah. is passed, as we yeah. can all kind of push and get those things happening again. Well, you know, it's, you know, not, and not to rebirth of those. Not things. to, you know, I guess the whole Bill, that whole Bill Street conversation is another, that's a whole other sub, you know, topic to get onto, but uh, not to talk negatively about, you know, any particular venue or anything, but, sure. uh, you know, I used to work uh, in the tourist industry for many years in Memphis, and um, it's Sun Studio. Mm -hmm. I was a tour guide there for many years, and so I would have often, often get questions from people after the tours. You know, they would um, have spent a night downtown mm -hmm. the night before trying to hear music. You know, they come from all over the world, right? Course, right. Yeah. To Memphis to hear our music, right? And they would always say, "We're." We were, we were, you know, we were on Bill Street last night. Where do we go to hear 
real blues music. Oh, you know, yeah. wow. And it's kind of, you know... Clarksdale. Yeah, exactly. yeah right, right, <laughs> right. You know, right, it's yeah. hard, and it's a hard question, you know, to have to face and, and answer because they're they're astute enough to know... Right, right. what they just went to is Was not, not an actual yeah, authentic representation right, of right, right. the music scene in Memphis. Yeah, so where yeah. is where do we go to find these real, you know, this uh, more authentic experience? Yeah. Wild Bills. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Wild Bills was always one I would recommend. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so well, and and uh, like New Orleans on Bourbon Street, you know, people don't go hear jazz down there anymore. Right? No, no, right. it's all cover acts. They're playing yes. Memphis music. That's down right. There, yeah, yeah, doing. yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, it's right. a trip. <laughs> Everywhere you go, you can hear cover cover, cover band. It's the same thing. Yeah, and and they they know that when they come to Memphis. Right. Okay, then. Um, you uh, you're involved in something kind of cool here. Uh, Mark was telling me about this. Uh, one of the one of the reasons why you're why you're here. Um, You've got uh, you're, you're involved in it. Was it some sort of a plan of some sort here? Isn't it? Yeah, one of the things I kind of an insurancey thing. One of the things I got into um, again, you know, I, I guess kind of all leads back uh, leads us back to the pandemic. Everything we talk about in some way, but yeah, you know, uh, obviously uh, live music, being a musician, you know, that was kind of not really an option for a while to get out there and play. That's and right. So, That's right. You know, you just just start kind of questioning. Which are things that you're doing, and what other uh, opportunities might be available to you, or just other things that might be important to you that you, in a way, it was kind of, uh, it was kind of a great opportunity to explore other things that you, that you hadn't had time or an opportunity to get into, and so, you know, I've always liked the idea of somehow being able to help help people. Oh, you know, yeah. I, want, I wanted to to get into some kind of career that I felt was, uh, you know, not only advantageous for for me and my family but other families and, and other ways to kind of just reach out to you know my people in my community and 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 uh, so it kind of led me to something i'd never had considered before as a career as a as a kind of a, another career path which was uh, uh final expense insurance uh-huh. and uh, final expense insurance of course is uh, if people don't know that's relating to covering your it's a it's a whole life insurance. It's a form of whole life insurance, but it's, it's specifically tailored to um, cover your funeral or cremation expenses. Uh, and so, uh, I, I think you know, I begin to see so many, uh, you know, which is something I think most of us don't think about. You know, we don't want to think about necessarily the no, because we're going to live forever, Jason. You know lives. how it is, <laughs> right? And it's we're immortal, exactly. Yeah. And most people have that attitude. I don't want to deal with this. Understandable. Now. Yeah, you know, yeah. one of the last things most people want to do is talk about you know their their own mortality. And, yeah. But um, of course, as we know, that's one of the uh, things we can count. You know, death and taxes. Of course, the old saying goes: yeah, you can always count on those. Yeah, that's right. Nothing is certain um, but death and taxes. I begin seeing all these, you know, we all are used to seeing these GoFundMe campaigns and things on social media when someone dies and they don't know what they to do. They haven't planned for it yeah. or they haven't thought about it. And suddenly, you know, this burden is passed on to the people they love, the yeah, people the they left behind. Yeah. And, you know, of course, one of the last things that you want to, your loved ones to be doing is having to worry about this while they're trying to grieve your passing. You know, this is one of the worst events in their life. I've known blues so, musicians with really expensive guitars that that was their life insurance policy and they had order yeah. with whoever survived them to sell the guitar to put me in the ground. Yeah, I, right, exactly. It, it sounds like, you know, 
uh, fiction or something, you know, oh, it's but the it's truth. true. It's, yeah. it's unfortunately it's the reality. And, uh, and I think, so, so I think that, um, that's kind of it exactly, you know, mentioning that, uh, the, the guitar player there, I began to think about particularly, I began to think about my, myself yeah. and who has been someone that has barely been able to afford insurance myself, uh -huh. you know, through, through the, through my career as a musician, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and how, uh, probably, I'm sure most of the musicians I know and play with don't, are not covered. They don't no, have they don't. They don't even have medical plan, insurance, plan, you know, yeah. they're having to, you know, if they, God, if they break a foot or, you know, they get a bad, nasty cut, right. You know, it's super glue and rubbing a little dirt in it yeah, and away yeah. you go. <laughs> You're right. Because as you mentioned, everything that they have, they're investing in their equipment and to, to know, eat? to help them perform. Right, right. Why we have know? Feed the Blues here, that yeah. whole, that whole yeah. project exactly. here to, to put a, food on the table for these guys because they can't eat. Which is a great thing and what y'all do with that. And that's that's one of the reasons that I've been talking with uh, Mark Carwell about mm. yeah. doing this yeah. was because I knew that, that um, you know, you were also had that um, mindset of trying to help musicians and help mm -hmm. the community here in Memphis. They're living gig so. to gig, man. They, you know, right. they're having to make decisions on, do I get my diabetes medication? Do I leave my lights exactly. on? Do I eat? Mm -hmm. you exactly. know? And you saw those bags that are up there. Yeah. That for some of those cats, that one bag is what they get for the entire month. Right. right. That's what they, that's, that's the only food that they will get for the entire yeah, month. That's, and yeah, the price exactly. of groceries ain't going down. No, so. no. Thank God, you know that you you're doing. You, everyone here is doing yeah. that, and, and that's yeah, a, yeah. That, that's a priority for y'all to. We do didn't that. expect it to run it this long, but you no, know. because it's been uh, coming up on almost two years, isn't it? Yeah, December, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. 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 is that right? Yeah, this so, Christmas. Will yeah, be this, two this years. Yeah, we're a year and a half yeah. into it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure you immediately see how thankful they are. How oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've done some of the deliveries myself and just watching these these grown men just weep, you know. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. it, and it's it's not a, it's not necessarily out of a sense of gratitude as it is there's a there's an it's a sting to your ego mm -hmm. that somebody is yeah. doing that and it's like, Hey, I, I'm supposed to take care of myself. Right. And I can't get this work and, and these are these are guys that what are they gonna go work in a warehouse? You know, right. they can yeah, right, barely right. walk. Yeah, you know. Yeah. These are the older cats, and they're having exactly. to make these really tough decisions. And we just decided, let's take one thing off of that list. Yeah, just one thing. That's mm -hmm. wonderful. I mean, any, that's. I wish we could do more. I mean, it's yeah. yeah. It'd be nice if we could, but yeah. Yeah, yeah bless you for that. Well, thank you. But this is kind of some of the same line, isn't it? So yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so I I, uh, I I was lucky enough to be connected with uh, an agency. Uh, here in Memphis called Memorial Gardens, and they helped me, kind of advised me what I needed to do to, to you know, if I was serious about getting into the, the final expense business, where, what I needed to do to make that happen. And, and uh, so I got my uh, license, my state license. Right on. And uh, and then I became a licensed agent for Lincoln Heritage uh -huh. Funeral Advantage, mm -hmm. which is the number one final expense uh, insurance company in, in America. So I'm happy to proud to be you know an agent for them and and uh, and i began to think about you know specifically again you know what kind of niche could i have here what what could i you know route could i take to kind of uh do the do the most that i that i could do with this and uh so i, I 
one of the first things I began to think about was again musicians, my fellow musicians here mm-hmm. in the city, right? And because I know that um, probably even just thinking about insurance is too much. You're, you're not, you know, oh, they're not going to be thinking about right. their final end. And, oh, no, no. And so no. they ain't got the money for that. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so <laughs> you want me to give you money for what? <laughs> right, put right. Me in a guitar case, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, sometimes your monetary, <laughs> you know, uh, needs are can only be immediate. You know, as far as what you're right. spending oh, yeah. money on food, like you said, yeah, housing. You know, so something in, that's you know, insurance has that kind of intangibility about it. Yeah, in a way, you oh, know, it's like yeah, definitely. Especially since it's something that you're not you, you know, you'll never be you'll you in a way you're not going to really be re, taking advantage of right, it because you'll right. be gone. But but this that's kind of what it's about. It's about you know, uh, your family, your loved ones, yeah, because yeah. you know we don't like to think about it, but basically when we die, we create a debt. Mm-hmm. that somebody else has to right, manage and right. take care of. And so uh, that's what this is all about. This is a way for you to kind of pre-plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, we're, we're connected with the Funeral Consumer Guardian Society, mm-hmm. and that's that's whole aspect of this, of what we offer. The, one of the benefits that we offer is that you're able to kind of pre-plan your own mm-hmm. funeral. You leave no stone unturned. You every detail that you want, uh, you know, the music you want to be played at the funeral, what you want, you know, what, uh, what you want to be wearing, your biography, you know, what you want to... Uh, yeah, the whole nine yards. Because, you know, again, you, your fam- this is not something your family or loved ones are going to want to be dealing with right, at the right, moment of your death. Right. Haven't, most people have never had to deal with, you know, contacting a funeral home and right. arranging all this particularly under, you know, duress yeah. in that way. So what we offer to them is that uh, is a way for them to take uh, to care of that for their families to where they won't ever have to contact a funeral home right, personally. Right. They don't have to deal with a funeral home That it's all done. All. And, yeah, right, it was, it's all done. All they have to do is, is call, make the, make call a call. number, call yeah. a phone number, and all their arrangements immediately start getting put in place. Oh, wow. Uh, they don't have to deal with it. And they don't have to go create a GoFundMe right. campaign yes. right. to pay for it. Just right. set up the cash bar right. graveside to pay for the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and, of course, yeah, so many stories like that, you know, having to pass the hat in church mm-hmm. or something yeah. just to get enough money to pay for oh, yeah. someone's expenses. I know y'all have all gone through, you know, heard about that, that happened or gone through it yourself, mm-hmm. so... So that's what basically, you know, I would just like to offer my services to anybody that feels like they want to talk more about that or yeah. just get more information about it. And, um, and you know, we'll come up with a plan, you know, with a, a plan that suits their budget, their needs. Mm-hmm. Most of the people we deal with are on Social Security, they're on fixed income. Oh, really? So, you well, know, yeah. Uh, the policies are not these huge policies that... No, uh, it's not a million dollar payout, right? It's, right? it's, it's again, it's, it's tailored. It's funneled just to cover your your final expenses. Yeah. So uh, it's something that pretty much anyone can afford. We can find a, 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 a number that they can handle and they can afford. We work with them. You know, when they want to take it out, uh, it's convenient to them. So whenever they want to make their payments, you know, we'll help them arrange all that. Yeah, uh, what's according a, to their what's, budget. What's the so, funeral cost these days, anyway? Well, you know, like just general in the box, in the ground, be done with it. Yeah. So, you know, it varies from state to state, uh, like in Tennessee, if you wanted, uh, say just your basic funeral, which is, um, 
it has that and that has to do a lot with the quality. Say if you're say if you're going to do a traditional burial, yeah, uh, rather than a cremation. So it's going to really the cost of the casket, yeah, the cost of the the grave. Uh, yeah, the, liner, the plot, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know the, the actual uh, the vault, vault that you go in. Mm. Yeah, you know the basic is like a concrete yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. box, basically that yeah. the coffins put in mm. uh, to keep you from getting out. Right, right, yeah. right. and that's yeah. just that's just basic. So it's, it's that's not going to stop water from coming in there, right, or right, right, like that. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of the basic that you can do. But so, so anyway, the the basic one would still run you, you know. Uh, upwards of ten thousand dollars. Really, yeah, man? They're crazy. Wow. Yeah. So you know. Uh, wow. And 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 this is something that's subject to inflation. So oh, sure it is. You know, it's it's always going to be going up. Yeah. Uh, uh, but again, you, you know, any anything that you you know, in a way, this is kind of like a save, savings plan. So any any amount of money that you have that's going to offset the. The cost, the of cost something. of it, yeah. yeah. You know, you just so won't be a full it. thing, but at least it's like half <laughs> right. or better. Right. I'm, I'm beginning to think that Soylent Green sounded like a better idea. Well, <laughs> you know, well, and, and cremation <laughs> is not that much cheaper. It's really, no. I mean, it's fairly you save pricey. a little bit, but yeah, yeah. Right. Cremation's not a whole lot cheaper. And yeah, even just a few thousand dollars for some people is. Yeah, it's, I couldn't yes. think of that right now. Right. Now I got a car no, going to the shop right now as I'm and I'm just I'm 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 shaking over right. here thinking how much is this gonna yeah. be? This is yeah. gonna kill right. me. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Much less if somebody passes away without any other uh, other deal. Right. And it's right. like, oh God, now oh, what? Jesus, now what? Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. So it's um uh, Again, it's something that we, you know, we're uncomfortable talk, talking about. It and, is, but... And, you know, it's like people always think, you know, uh, they always just assume that, uh, you know, say if they're, you, that your your kids are going to take care of it. But again, it's that's something most kids don't want to talk uh, with their parents about, you know, that even having we that conversation, you know, what do you, you know, how do you kind of, what kind of service do you want? What would right, you, right. You know, what, what are your final wishes? You know, these kind of things. How setting up a about, will so. is depressing enough. Right, right. You must spend a night at a haunted house. <laughs> Actually, I'd do that. I, I, I would, I'd take them up on that. I'd put a bunch of jokes in there. By the way, not to divert the subject, but Soylent Green, you know, was uh, based in uh, 2022. So what? Yeah. <laughs> was it really? I forgot about that, right. but I remember hearing about was that. Was it 2022? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, part of Back to the Future took place in 2021, so there's that. Jeez. Uh, yeah. God, that's yeah. so weird to yeah, think. It is, isn't it? That we thought things were going to be that that not long ago either. No, no. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> you know they make yeah. like green crackers. Do they really? Yeah, we were talking about it. I have. I, I got some. <laughs> somebody, somebody bought me some, and, and they're they're it's like a wheat cracker. Isn't it's it? like a wheat cracker. They're good. Yeah, and they're they're green. Um, <laughs> and they use what was it spirulina? Uh, yeah, spirulina. That's uh, what it is. Spirulina to turn it green. Right. right. And they're good crackers. They're costly. And the cover of the box has got a bunch of hands reaching up. And yeah. <laughs> the, the, when the people it said says, that they, were, they would buy them and leave them on the kitchen counter for people to come find, you know, when, right. when yeah. they could get together yeah. or something like that. Well, my crackers are gone. 
But I still have that box. Yes. I do still have the box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah it's a Soylent Green. It's people food. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, how, can, uh, how can anybody get in touch with you over this? Uh, uh, so, yeah, I, I would say if you're interested, I'll, I'll just give you my number. You can give me a call. Sure. Uh, it's 901-212-6706. Um, would they be okay? Would it be okay if they contacted uh, contacted Radio Memphis? Sure, they as well. Yeah. If they happen to hear, well, uh, well, we'll just yeah, leave me one of your yeah. things here, and uh, you know, we got people that. In fact, if you've got more of those, you can set them up front because uh, you know we have yeah. artists in here that come in here all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah. Great. Well, I yeah. absolutely do that. And that way, you know, if they're if they're in that position or they're thinking about it, they, you know, sort of the next we have a we have a jar of condoms over there. Yeah. And Narcan, because you know they're musicians. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. right. Well, you know, all we need now is a thing of penicillin, and we're good to go. But yeah, that's right. certainly something that that uh, absolutely. You so, know, so yeah, if they want to contact me, you know, through you, the Radio Memphis, uh, I'm sure we'll I'll be able to get in touch with you. Oh, and, yeah. But, and uh, it's the, the, the thing that, that, that comes to my mind about this sort of thing, as, as you touched on, is about the affordability of, of these sorts of things. Because, you know, we like we did, like we've learned yeah. with Feed the Blues, these guys are living hand to mouth, you know, yeah. gig to gig. But you have mechanisms in place to make it a little easier than, yeah. for them. Absolutely. The understanding how that works. Absolutely. You yeah, know. it's because um, with all the gigs drying up there for a while and the venues that had closed as a result of all of this, it's kind of tough for them to even think about. Well, I'm not giving that kind of money. You right, know, right. I can't afford, you know, something like that. And but 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 by talking to you, you have ways, you know, yeah, of working yeah. around a lot of that. Absolutely. And again, if you if you just think of it as a savings account, a place that your money's going, and and you know, it's uh, if you don't look at it that way, um, and. Uh, yeah, we can make it work. You know, we'll f work with your budget and, and just try to find a, you know, a, a number that's comfortable and man manageable. Mm -hmm. Sure, um, sure. So, uh, and, you know, I, I would say the thing about it is, obviously, is, you know, we kn most people know with insurance, any kind of, any kind of insurance, you know, uh, the sooner you can do it, the better as far as... Yeah. Um, which, you, you know, well, yeah, you don't know. You get hit by a right, bus later right. on this afternoon. You know, but if, if you're, you know, do it while you're young, while your health's good. Right. Sure. Is a good, good way to think about it. Or, but even if not, you know, that's that's not gonna. There's ways to, to make it work. Right. So it's sure. Not, it's not gonna disqualify you. Right. You know, from coverage. Oh, if, right. Right. You know, in fact, most of the people we work with are older. Yeah, I would imagine. So, yeah. Now this isn't term deal. Like, so when you get to a certain age, it's like, okay, you're done. You're not no, getting money. No, it's not term. It's whole whole life insurance. So you, yeah. it's there when you need it. Yeah, absolutely. If you outlive it. Yeah, and as long as you you're paying your premiums, uh, you're it's never going to increase. You know the rate that oh, you wow. get. So that's cool. As long as those, you know, your your the premiums are met. Uh, or not, if even if your health takes a downturn or uh -huh. or whatever, mm -hmm. it's not going to increase. So right. it's going to stay level. Right, yeah. Well, just reach out to us here at the studios if you want to learn more about it, or if you happen to be around here, uh, we'll have some of those uh, flyers up there, up at the uh, up at the front there in the lobby. Absolutely. I'd, yeah. I'd love to love to talk with anybody about it, if, even if they're interested. Just yeah. to have questions yeah. about it. Yeah. If you want to know more more information about it? I'd love to help anyone. Yeah. During this uh, during this pandemic, we'd heard some. Some pretty bad stories about you know musicians that you, people you knew that got yes. sick and right. some didn't make it and it's it was well it was sad extraordinarily but it was it was also very spooky yeah because uh, you you know you're thinking oh this isn't gonna happen to me or you know right 
I'm not going to know anybody that's going to, and then it did. And then it did. And then there was others, and it was, it's like, God, how, how are they going to deal with this? How is this family going to cope with this? Absolutely. Yeah. Right, right. You know, because you're not prepared for that sort of thing. No. You're no, never, you're really not. No. And even when you're prepared for it, it still hits you like a ton of bricks, and even preparing for it, it's not going to, oh, it, yeah. it'll make the process a little easier, but... Yeah, you still it's still it's gonna be, still one gonna be a rough, which is why doing time. it ahead of time is important. I think it is. It is because I when my mother passed away, oh, when my dad passed away, mom took care of all that. I was it when mom passed away, and it was difficult. Yeah, it was really hard to sit in the funeral director's office and and talk to them about it. It's the last thing you want to be doing. Yeah. You, know, you want to be yeah. grieving, being able to, to grieve, to fully, right. fully grieve, completely grieve and, right. and uh, just think about their memory and yeah, right, right. You know, yeah, so yeah, the last thing you want to be doing is trying to do all these business type yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah. To, Sorry about the old man. Okay, so here's what we got to do. Yeah, or, right, you know, right. Yeah, exactly. Or after the fact they just present you with this bill. A yeah. bill, yeah. And yeah. you're going, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, connected with uh, Lincoln Heritage, again, I mentioned the, the Funeral Consumer Guardian Society. One of the things they do is that they're uh, an advocate for the family. Mm-hmm. So, again, they, they're going to, they're the ones dealing with the funeral home. They're also going to, uh, one, of the, one of their functions is to make sure that, you know, you're not going to, you know, you're kind of in a vulnerable state at that yeah. time. And some yeah. people are just kind of willing to, Go yeah, with whatever, that's true. right? So this whatever you know, it takes to make it go away. So they're yeah, kind of, yeah. right, exactly. Right. So they're an advocate that kind of is works in your behalf to uh, make sure that you know you know you're not going to get it taken advantage of or spend you're not going to get yes than you wanted. To, not going to get then, ripped you know, off or you know you know then exactly. And so uh, I think that's really important yeah. to have someone that's working for on on your family's behalf. You know, in in right, that situation right. in that time. When they really need it, when they really need that support. Well, right on. Well, yeah, keep, make sure we get we get those things so we can uh, get the information out for everybody who uh, who is requesting it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll leave them here. Leave I'll leave some with you for sure. That'll be awesome. Uh, switching gears here, you brought a guitar. Yeah, you know, I I want to do. Uh, yeah, I, I, when I got into this business, I realized that a lot of the songs I play are, are very. In sort of the same theme as what is what this business is all about, you know, a lot of the stuff. I Death. Do is, exactly. <laughs> it finally has come to you know, yes. come to my advantage. Full circle, yeah, yeah. You know, I do a, I do a lot of old spiritual, yeah. uh, blue, yeah. kind of spiritual blues type uh, material, gospel uh, songs that kind of relate to this subject. You know, I think blues and particularly gospel spiritual music. You know, it's, death is obviously a huge theme in uh, both well, of right. those yeah. genres, and of course they are connected very much um, musically and thematically in, in many ways. And so, uh, I raise a lot. I do a lot. Have always included a lot of these kind of songs in my repertoire, just because I feel like death is a hard subject to talk about. But through song, uh, maybe you know, it's kind of a way to ease ease. Well, sure. Into conversation or just meditation about mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. our mortality and and so everybody forth. goes through goes through it but nobody wants to talk about right. it right exactly right. and uh so i'll do a song for you here i think that it's, it's pretty appropriate uh with what 
Death Letter Blues. You gonna? <laughs> you just said. I, you know, actually, had considered doing that one. That was. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> well, there's a lot going on there with that. So this was one. Uh, as you say, it's a thought we don't wanna, always want to talk about. Always want to think about, but it's very necessary. You know, our passing because again, we are leaving people behind that are, that are going to have to burden you know, take the responsibility of, of the burden that we kind of put on them through, through that very act of sure our passing sure so we always got i guess kind of keep that in our minds and this is a, this is i think a great old spiritual song um muddy waters kind of took this and did uh kind of a similar song with it but it's called you gotta take sick and die one of these days. That's, well, about as, that's about as real as it gets. That is, man. Yes, it is. You're gonna take sick and die one of these days. You're gonna take sick and die one of these days Ain't no medicine you can buy There's no doctor you can hire You're gonna take sick and die one of these days You'll have to leave your job and family one of these days You're gonna leave your job and family one of these days no medicine you can buy, no doctor you can hide. You're gonna take stick, take a sick and die one day. You're gonna have to leave everybody one these days. You're gonna have to leave everybody one these days. Ain't no medicine you can buy. There's no doctor you can hide. You're gonna take. Sick and die one these days. Won't have to leave your silver and gold one of these days. Had to leave your silver and gold one of these days. Ain't no medicine you can buy. There's no doctor that you can hide. You're gonna take sick and die one of these days. You should hire yourself out to play that graveside. Yeah, you know, as a, there you as go. A, as a lesson to the to the mourners yeah, there. Yeah. You're gonna it's, you're gonna hey, be really here. Pay attention. Right. <laughs> you're gonna be here one day. 
<laughs> it's the truth, though, isn't it? You know? Well, yeah, like you said, everything, you know, but death and taxes, man. That's right. Right, right, right. Mm. And speaking of... Today's tax today's day. Today's tax day, mm. yeah. yeah mm. So can't mm. es- Shit. Can't escape that either. Guess what I haven't done. <laughs> <laughs> you, best, you best hobby hop it on the line there. Best somewhere. be... Yeah, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Uh, so, uh, 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 the uh, Bluff City Backsliders, they got anything coming up yet? Um, or are you still sort Where of kind of laying away? Uh, I mean, I know it's festival season, so I'm surprised that you guys aren't out there. Yeah, you know. I think we've got a little busier lately. We did a, um, uh, we did, we played Bar DKDC and Cooper Young uh, yeah, yeah. a few weeks ago. We did, uh, we did a, uh, Palm Sunday service yeah. at, a, at a church. Uh, we did, uh, we got a few things co- uh, coming up here. Uh, it kind of the works. Can't really make any announcements on yet. Sure, but sure. We're, but we're, uh, yeah, we're kind of gearing up a little bit. Yeah, kind of gearing up. And uh, the warm weather here on, up upon us. That'll be nice absolutely, to get out and absolutely. see you guys playing somewhere. So, you yeah. know, we've, we've been. Uh, I don't think you can get rid of us. You know, we've been around for almost 25 years. So. <laughs> we, we'll keep popping up. We will like keep... a fungus. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They, just, they just grow on you. Gotta let, you got to let it go. Now, you guys have been around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, we've... Uh, it's not uncommon to take little brief hiatus, hiatuses here and there, but we always come back, and we've been... Oh, yeah, you got to take a break every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, you know, we've been doing... That's one of the things about you doing a band for so long is that, you know, you don't want to get too too burned out on it so right. sometimes it's kind of good just kind of cool off a little bit yeah look what happened to the Beatles let, let yourself <laughs> yeah. miss it a little bit and then kind of get back into it well know? and get back into writing because you'll, you'll, you'll need to have time to write and you know come up with some pretty groovy right. ideas right. and then when that happens then, then that way none of it's forced yeah it's I, just I, there right. you know exactly yeah exactly. it's fresh it stays fresh and and, and not old yeah, and nobody else in the band's gonna want to stab you. Right, over, over, right, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> ah, God, not this shit again. <laughs> but yeah, we're doing well. We're doing, you know, That's we're still good. out there. I'm, I'm really um, hoping. You know, it's been a while since I, I put a solo record out, so I'm, I'm hoping that uh, by the end of this, I'm, I'm, I'm really I've been focusing a lot more on writing, lately, yeah. writing some some new material. And so, hopefully, by the end of this uh, year, I'll be back in the studio and well, that'll be good. And, and with another solo record, so I'm, I'm kind of focusing on that right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of doing a lot of writing and yeah. So it'll be just you solo, or you with a band? Uh, it'll probably, or, probably be with with a group. Yeah, with a rhythm uh, section at least, or something. Yeah, a little, si- little some side men, but uh, yeah, it'll be another solo record, hopefully. Yeah, so, yeah. That that'll be fun. Well, if you want to put out a Christmas record, you best get your butt in the studio because it's. Oh my God! That's you <laughs> yeah, gotta do we're not it. Even or, in the summer yet, man. May, you need to June. plan right, yeah. right, man. Absolutely, yeah. It's funny, uh, and I think about that every year because it has always been something in my mind to do a Christmas record. But yeah, it's always funny to think about it. You're doing it in like yeah. in the summer, in the heat of the summer. Most Christmas records are made, you know. In the, yeah. the, you know the heat of summer, and so it's kind of hard to, you know, put yourself in that mindset. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of. Mick Colossa put out that uh, last Christmas, the uh, Uncle Mick's Christmas, and I was asking him about all that, and he goes, "Oh yeah, June." I mean, we had to be in and out of that studio by mid June. Yeah. yeah. By the time we go through mixing. Mastering, mastering everything that goes everything, in there. If you're pressing yeah. LP or if you're pressing vinyl, you got you got to plan all this right. way out in advance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then hopefully by November you've got something you can drop. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. You, you definitely got to plan for that. Uh, that's something I've always wanted to do. So maybe if I maybe that's another thing I need to do this year. Get in the yeah. studio. 
Yeah. Or maybe it doesn't even have to be like a full, you know, a, a full album. Yeah, do an EP or, you know, maybe three or four cuts, something like that. And yeah. Tease them out a little bit. And there you go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe some, yeah, some of that good old fashioned country, bluesy, gospel y, Christmas y type of thing. Yeah. I, I do, uh, I do a lot of Christmas music on, on the slide guitar. Yeah. And I also play, uh, uh, Mountain Dulcimer, which I know a lot of Christmas tunes on. Yeah, and uh, so I've, it's it's always been something in the back of my mind is is do that, you know, yeah. get an album out yeah. of that that stuff. And I also like uh, some of the more, you know, obscure Christmas songs mm -hmm. that there's a lot of traditional kind of Christmas music that you hardly ever hear. You right, know, you end up hearing right. kind of the same thing right. in the season. And I kind of like digging around and researching and finding those old, yeah. older songs like that. And uh, so I've, I've got a few of those, quite a few of those up my sleeve that I'd love to record. Right, you know, yeah. right. You know. Yeah, uh, last night on the Booze and Blues, we spent, uh, Mark Mark and I spent time, David came up a little bit uh, later than I, but we went through tunes that were about alcohol, and this was stuff that was written during Prohibition and performed during that time. And there was some stuff from artists we we didn't even know of, yeah. and, and not much was known about them. Right, right. And it was uh, it was fun hearing this stuff. Yeah, it really was. And then we mixed it in with some of the other hokum stuff, like the, uh, the all the body tunes that they had written yeah. at that time oh, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And you know, of course, the question was brought up was how how why would you make that when they're hard to they're, it's hard to make a recording in 1929, much less sell right, it. right, mass produce and mass sell, produce and right, sell. Right. And apparently, from what our our friend uh, Bob told us, that mail order was how that all that was done back then. And so there had to have been and a catalog somewhere, sense. but you know, sure. I mean, these are all you know people of color, and it's not like there were going to be a record store that's going to sell that stuff, right? Right. You know. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Bo Carter, uh, uh, please warm my wiener. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's not going to be found over there, you know, next to yeah. next to the gospel section, you know, of any of. And they were all seventy eights, of course, but. Right, right. Which, but it was fun that that stuff was preserved in some yeah. way, shape, or yeah. form. Because as you listen to it, it, it does it carries you back into the mindset of musicians, what they had to go through just to record it. Not you know, much less write it because that was a whole different different deal yeah. too. Yeah. But musically, this stuff was fantastic. Yeah. I think Absolutely. Donny Osmond covered that in the seventies, didn't he? Please warm my wiener. Warm, I, I, I think he think. did. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw it on the Donnie and Marie Or Shave Them Dry, maybe. Maybe, I, maybe it, was it was Shave Them Dry. Yeah. That was Marie that sang that. <laughs> I think that so. Was, that song is still almost kind of shocking when you hear it. It is when shocking. Dry. By today's standards, you know, it's like... Yeah. Uh, we were yeah. talking about that last yeah. night. We were listening to Shave Them Dry. Yeah. And, uh, and Jelly Roll Morton, Whining Boy. Right, right, Yes! Right. You know, you hear this stuff and it's like you... You, I can't imagine anybody wanting to do that now. I mean, there'd be no problem with it because people do... Well, a WAP. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah. So imagine in 1930 laying that out in the sensibilities Man. of the day and time. Yeah. Right, right, it's, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, it really it's is. It's insane to think about. <laughs> uh, you got another tune before we uh, turn you loose sure, here on yeah. this here Monday? Dun Try this one. Uh, it's kind of another similar. Uh, song, just the idea of kind of uh, you don't necessarily have to see it in any kind of specific religious sense, but this the idea of kind of uh, taking responsibility uh, that you're responsible for 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 uh, 
a decision uh, such as this, you know. Uh, yeah, being yeah, uh, being a responsible person is like you know like half the battle. <laughs> right. <laughs> you right. Know? Yeah. Oh, take ownership of your stuff that you're doing. You know. Yeah. Right. It's it's only your fault. Thank you so much, Jason, for popping Man, in. Come by any time, brother. Thank yeah. you. That was Thank fantastic. Honor. Honor to be here. Well, anytime. And uh, if uh, we can help you out with the band or with anything like that, just come on in and say hey. Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. man. Thank you. Appreciate you, it. You bet. The proceeding was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated and originally aired live on Radio Memphis. Any offers or advertisement contained may not still be valid. All rights are reserved, and copyright is held by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. For more, look for all the RMOD players at radio-memphis.com.